Hey everybody, welcome to Westworld Dives. We're talking about episode seven of season three, Pass Pawn. And I don't know about you, Christian, but this episode had it all. Thrills, chills, spills. Uh, I can't keep this up. It wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, a certain phrase comes to mind. <laughs> Look, I don't want to be that guy. It's fine. You know? You know, I just love doing bits where I come barreling in with a lot of energy and then immediately hit a brick wall. Um, yeah. yeah, it was um, it was it was one of those things where it would be bad faith criticism of me to say that it didn't do anything well, but almost everything it did well was on the technical side. Thought some of the action was better than it's been in previous episodes this season. A lot yeah. of it still feels pretty anemic, especially that opening where it's like anytime anybody's in danger, they don't really run or act like they're in danger. They're just sort of peace. Casual. Of you know, lounging around shit. and walking around, yeah. Um, but you know, later fights that I didn't care about at least had some kinetic energy, so that that's a positive. Aaron Paul was trying his best. Oh, God, win. okay, yeah. Can I jump in for a second, tag team? Because that's my only takeaway. I was like, this poor man just yeah. can't get roles. Like, why is he lowering himself to the to the swill that is Westworld? Like, how dare him? prop this fucking show up like a weekend at Bernie's type fucking affair. I'm so angry. Well, I mean, you, you could say that about a lot of people. You could say it about Ed Harris. You could say it about Vincent Cassell. You could even say it about, honestly, the whole cast is doing their best. Uh, it's just they don't have anything to work with. And I don't know from episode to episode, and I know they're doing this thing where it's like, can you really trust Dolores? Should you be rooting for her? Should you be rooting for Maeve? Who should you be rooting for? Ooh, your alliances are shifting as you watch. And it's like what what you're really doing is creating a show where episode to episode, you're changing uh, like your audience's allegiances with the characters. Or you're changing your characters altogether. Where it's like episode well, to episode. Like, no, that's, that's, well, that, no, no, no. Because you stumbled, well, you didn't stumble. You very pointedly went to a point that I think needs to be kind of explored because it's not about uh, doing it in a good way, shifting allegiances, right? You have shifted your characters to shift the allegiance, not the other way around, dude. And it's like, that's the fucking cardinal sin. It's from an episode to episode basis. It's not like they completely rewrite people's motivations, but it feels that way, kind of, where it's like, oh, let's just change their motivations. Let's change how ruthless they are. Let's change how they've been acting just so we can get people to jump on that side. And that's like fucking poor, man. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad writing. And I don't even want to get into, like there's so many details that you need to know in order to follow this plot and I am too checked out to follow them. And I don't think that following them or understanding them would make me like it more is the problem. It's not one of those things where it would enrich the story. It's just what they've essentially made here is a confusing story with characters that change from episode to episode. Um, and uh, they've wasted, like I think, the bulk of their talent for most of it, and they've kept around other people who should have been gone a season or two ago. It's not the show it was in season one or even at the height of season two. There's not like one episode this season that I can point to where it's like, yeah, Yo, that was the one. They have that high watermark there, you know? There's no uh, Akechita or whatever uh, moment. Um, and doing this whole structure where they focus on like one character, uh, when you only have eight episodes does not work for an eight episode uh, season. I don't know. There, there's, there's a lot of like ways that we can kind of like do an autopsy on this and pick apart why 
it's not working, well, but the bottom line is it's just not an engaging watch. When watching Westworld, I keep going back to Dickens, which sounds like a real compliment to Westworld, but what they need to know is I fucking hate Charles Dickens. I mean, like, have you ever read his work? His work is fucking loquacious. That motherfucker was getting paid by the word. However, in abstract, when we think about Dickens' stories, like, they're pretty fucking good, and they've endured, and they've lived on, and they've been parodied a billion fucking times, okay? When you think about, like, Westworld, well, I'm just saying, like, Westworld, in theory, because we got to Dolores' endgame, right, which is that Aaron Paul, like, Dolores was never going to destroy humanity. She was going to have a human destroy humanity. And I'm like, all right, on paper, that works, man. I am totally down. Like, as a story, if I took, if I took out all the other bullshit and the way it was executed and I just told you what the ending was, much like Daenerys going crazy in Game of Thrones, it's about the execution. It ain't about the story. You know what I'm right. saying? And then when you like actually, again, we've, we've brought this up before, but if you interrogate it for more than uh, 20, 30 seconds, it falls apart because essentially she's come into Caleb's orbit because she was getting with the guy who owned the company that has Rehoboam and that guy's security guy found out that she was not who she said she was. And then they took her to a specific location to execute her where Caleb happened to be. Mm-hmm. But um, she planned for it. She knew she it. Somehow planned for it. Yeah. And I guess you can make some sort of fucking mental backflip, uh, sort of like logical leap here to say that she somehow had access to Rehoboam's like uh, uh, timeline, whatever. If she does this, this, and this, then it will lead them to intersect. She could have just knocked on his apartment door and shown him his file, but whatever. Right. Yeah. I thought, sorry, I thought you were going for <laughs> No, I agree. I mean, that's the problem, man. Again, it's like on paper. And if you don't look too hard at it, I'm like, yeah, I can follow. And I, and I like what the story is. And then it just yeah. falls apart kind of immediately. And I know you're saying that everyone's doing their best, but like, this is the episode where I got really annoyed at Evan Rachel Wood as a performer because mm. I saw her in the first season where she had to go through a range of emotions and shit. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that she did really good. And then subsequently, they gave her this really weird thing to do in season two, which was like, okay, it's stilted, but that's by design. But season three, bitch, like it's going to come through, doesn't come through. Like, and it's not her fault. It's how it's written on the page. I don't know what yeah. I can expect of her, but I just like at this point, everyone feels so stiff. Even Maeve, I've, you, this has been my axe that I've been grinding all season, which is like the Maeve formula of writing a scene. Any one of us, and I'm not even saying that we're talented, but like literally anyone who watches this show, if we, tell, if we show them five Maeve scenes and then say, write a Maeve scene, you can do it because there's a yeah. fucking algebraic equation for it, man. Oh, darling. <laughs> snippy, snippy it. comment. Yeah. I have the upper hand. Yeah, fuck you. Right. Fuck you. And I hate the show. And like, so we get to this whole point where like, if this is really about Caleb, which by the way, structurally as a season, really? Like, you ain't Lindelof, you know? Like, Lindelof does that thing where, like, penultimate episode, he's like, I'm going to take you back in time and recontextualize everything. And mostly it works, man. Like, uh, that's what I'll say. Uh, Not in this situation. You're going to spend this much time devoting kind of – like, it didn't bring anything full circle to me. His his reveal didn't do really anything for me. (laughs) Like, Can I just say as a side note? Do it. Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. There. And it's like, I'm not saying Kid Cudi is an amazing actor, but if you bring in Kid Cudi, he's like a fucking charismatic guy. And then just make him be a stock, like standard, you know, no emotion having assassin. Like it just makes no sense. Also Enrico Colantoni from fucking Veronica Mars, give him all of like three minutes of screen times. That man deserved better. I mean, I feel like he has the best monologue. Like, the only part that I gave a shit about was his scenes, man. So he gets it. 
He's a fucking performer. He brings it. He can make that dialogue sing. Uh, God, I don't know, man. I, it just, we, we, we get to this big fight. I'll say this. I did kind of like the, the fight at the end. It had zero emotional stakes or consequence for me, but I'd like the technology aspect of it where like the drone things are shooting and she's got her drone thing. And I'm like, fuck, this is metal, man. Yeah. And the music was great. Like particularly great. Um, this, this episode, uh, but it, it locks down to like what you just said. Um, and what we've been saying is that if there was like a one line, one sentence to criticize this show and especially this season, it's that it's a lot of things happening, but you don't care about any of them. But it's also not saying, it feels like it's not saying anything. Like it, it thinks that it thinks that introducing concept, uh, concepts is the same thing as having a a fucking opinion on him but it's not like there is no point of view here there's no philosophical fucking ideology that they're actually espousing it is just hey consciousness hey existentialism what the like, fuck how great would it be if it was like a war of ideas between dolores and mave and you understood where one stood and you understood where the other stood and it was a philosophical difference based on their characters and what they've been through and maybe bernard is a third option too <sighs> And like they converge on each other and maybe they fight, but you understand why they're fighting. Then you get Ed Harris in the mix and oh shit, you got a stew going, baby. Like, but fuck. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you dropped the arrested development thing because I'm going to make a Russo Brothers thing, which is like you and I, we talk about Civil War and we're like, remember when Civil War we were mad at? Like compared to the other subsequent big Avenger movies, and we're like, I, I yearn for a civil war again because at, at its worst and it's sloppy, okay? But when yeah. you get to that money shot of these two fighting, you understand it. And I'm like, hey, they got they got the character thing right there, man. You know? And it's it, it's it's this whole thing where like subsequently they haven't been able to do that. But I agree with you. It's like you could have really made this this beautiful, like from season one, laid the fucking path out, or these two people who respect each other, who understand each other, but nonetheless are cursed, are destined to be in opposition of one another. Like, and yeah, Bernard plays the middle ground, right? The moderation, like finding the fucking balance between those two ways. They didn't yeah. do any of that. They have no interest in doing any of that. And I thought it was really telling that on the after the episode, there's like this, uh, you know, when Lisa came up to us and told us that we'd be fighting this season, we were surprised because we thought like, you know, we'd be joining up. And I was like, yeah. it's pretty revealing that like every the math that you were doing was like, no, we're not going to fight because you've done nothing to earn this. God, and when Lisa was like, oh, it's like a cat and mouse game. Oh, I'm bad. I'm, I take my love for her back. It's all done now. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's just as crooked as Jonah is. <laughs> just as crooked. Um <laughs> Spark. Yeah, uh, fucking, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, there there was one moment. I, I think we just need to wrap it up because it's just going to be a lot of, like, aimless, much like this season, just a lot of aimless complaining about random things that keep occurring to us, like right. that we keep remembering to be yeah. mad about. Yeah, 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 but yeah. one thing that made me shout at my television was when the man in black turns to fucking Bernard and Stubbs and says, as soon as I have a chance, I'm going to kill you both, so you can kill me now. And then Bernard turns to Stubbs and he goes, we might need him later. And then immediately, <laughs> as soon as he gets a gun, he tries to kill them both. Uh, and like, well, you that figured happened, that would pay off. Why don't you kill him? What do you need him for? I shouted <laughs> at it like midnight in my apartment, full volume. Well, because again, you figure, okay, well, that's going to pay off at the finale. They don't even wait to the finale. It's incredible. <laughs> they set up like, their own gun. Stubbs and Bernard have become a punchline in this season. <laughs> like, why are they there? Why is the man in black there? Why are they teaming up? 
I don't know. Uh, well, I told you again. I'm, I, I feel I, I've been saying and you've disagreed with me because you're like, oh, he's doing a really good job. But like, I think it's maybe because of his ineffectiveness within the story now. But like Bernard as a character, I'm just like and Jeffrey Wright to an extent. I'm just like, fucking come on, man. Like, give me yeah. fucking anything. And well, um, I, I think Jeffrey Wright is like very, very good at radiating like sincerity and competency. And you could put him in a position where he's like the moral neutral ground between these two polarities, right? Like right. he would have fit really well into that spot. I think he is a good actor, but I agree. Like I'm, I'm fucking done with his character. Like they, they have yet to like justify him sticking around and I don't think they ever will. Well, and let's talk about that and then we can wrap it up, which is season four, man, uh, has mm-hmm. been officially renewed being greenlit. Yeah. Um, so at least we're going to get one more season. If I'm a betting man, they're going to wrap it up. I don't think it goes five seasons. I think, well, I, I know the plan is to go five, if not yeah, six. Yeah, but if I could play but a little inside baseball. Gonna... Well, just because they signed an overall deal with Amazon to produce shows over there, like, and mm-hmm. it's a big, big, big overall deal. So I figure, like, they're trying to shore up their production lineup. They, these seasons take fucking two to three years to make. I don't think that Amazon wants to wait another half decade. So if yeah. I'm a betting man, I think they, they try to wrap it up. Also, ratings haven't been what they were the final or like last season i mean they're doing okay and it's not it's still a hit but it's not you know live ratings in a way have kind of plummeted i think it was like 40 percent or something yeah i think uh hbo kind of wanted it to be like another game Game of of thrones Thrones, and it was never going to be um season one was as close as that's ever going to get in terms (sighs) of like pulpiness um but yeah especially that, that dream is dead fucking all right season four though they bring anthony hopkins back he's like yo at the end of this season if it's anthony hopkins and he's like you're just in another world i created dolores you know what i'm saying like dude if it was literally with no explanation just tony hopkins (laughs) doing shakespeare monologues in a black void i would say okay season's all right they they (laughs) went out with a bang Well, here's hoping, man. All right. Well, I mean, we've done seven weeks of this. I guess we're held hostage at gunpoint by these fucking <laughs> robots. So we'll be back to do the finale and more than likely a postmortem. I don't know about you. I don't know if I want to dedicate another eight hours of my life to the show when it comes back. You know what I mean? So this might be it for me. And yeah, we'll talk I mean, about it. who's to know like where we'll be and where the country will be and oh, if yeah. we'll even be alive by then. But, Real you robots. know, we'll, <laughs> yeah. Bless all, man. We'll see.